Hey, I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach. Today we'll be in Acts chapter 21, verses 1 through 12. And the reason why I do Bible on the Beach is so that we can grow in our relationship with God, grow in our relationship with others. My focus since the beginning has always been for disciples to make disciples and for churches to plant churches. And what that means is that everybody that knows and loves and follow God can teach one other person to do it. And those people form together, they form groups called churches. Very simple, very relational. You know, since we've started three years ago with three people in a jiu-jitsu studio on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock here in San Clemente, we've now grown to 22 churches in five countries that have produced 6,562 liters of water uh, for marginalized people around the world. Very exciting. Uh, our focus in the beginning has just been loving God, loving people. We don't have our ministry revolve around money. In fact, we give almost all the money away uh, to help uh, the poor get water. It's a very exciting time to be alive. And I'm on a project, a journey, to teach the entire Bible uh, one part at a time. It's a six-year project, so thanks for tuning in. I remember when we had one subscriber. Now we're up to 48, and we have about 5,000 views, people that are learning from the Bible and hearing from God every day in their life. Every time I open up the Bible, I always say, God, give me the ears to hear, give me the eyes to see, <clears throat> give me the heart to feel what you want to do in my life today. And with that posture, let's go to Acts chapter 21. <clears throat> it says, after we tore ourselves away from them, we put out to sea and sailed a direct course for the island of Kaz, and on the next day to the island of Rhodes, and from there to Patara. So just a little cultural background. They didn't have Uber and Lyft and airlines and trains because those things hadn't been uh, developed and invented yet. What they did have uh, were ships. So a lot of the economies of the world revolved around seaport areas. So if you go back in history and you study the spread of humans, you'll always see that there were these larger towns along the coast because they uh, were the incubators for the economy. And Paul knew this, he was a smart guy. So he thought, well, how am I gonna teach people about God effectively and strategically? So he was constantly on ships, he was networking, he was getting to know people. He was also showing up in new areas and he was showing up with a lot of different hats that he wore. He had a doctoral level education. He uh, was a Jew, but educated by Romans. <clears throat> he had a lot of different gears that he could use to connect and develop relationships with people. God used his background uh, <clears throat> to send him on this journey, to send him on this adventure. Let me ask you a question. Did you know that God uses your background to send you on your journey and go on your adventure? You know, from the beginning of following Jesus, it wasn't a safe, sterile calling. From the beginning of following Jesus, it was an adventure. Uh, it was a life of faith. This is what Hebrews is trying to teach us, that the righteous live by faith you can see it it's not faith we keep taking steps where we don't know the outcome that's the nature of faith that's where it's different than running a business when you run a business you take steps that produced likely results life of faith isn't like that you take a step of faith you leave the results to God sometimes there are results that we like sometimes there are results that we don't like sometimes they lead to success Sometimes they lead to suffering. The reality is you get both. Paul had both. 
And so he's just continuing on his journey here. He's saying, God, whether you give me success or you give me suffering, uh, I'm going forward. I'll leave the results up to you. That's what we're supposed to do in our life. Uh, a mature, godly perspective understands that you get both success and suffering. So he says in verse 2, Acts chapter 21, there we found a ship that was crossing over to Syria. So we went aboard and sailed away. <clears throat> Paul was aligning with the mission that God had for him. He said, I feel called to go to this area. I'm going to align with that. Let me ask you a question. Are you aligning all of your daily decisions with God's calling for you? It's a good question for us to ask ourselves. The joy you will find and the peace you will find in life will come when you're aligned with your calling, with what you're supposed to be doing for God. Verse 3, after we sighted Cyprus and sailed south of it, we docked in Tyre at Syria where the ship unloaded its cargo. <clears throat> we went ashore. We found a number of believers and stayed with them for a week. Uh, just want to pause here. <clears throat> you know, when I travel, I stay with people. Um, I know there's a tendency. Uh, I'm in San Clemente. There's a tendency when people travel to stay in hotels. Back when Paul traveled, was doing his missionary journey, he stayed with believers. And uh, I understand if you show up somewhere and you um, have a family or you have a large group, of course you're going to find some lodging. But if there's one or two of you, <laughs> you don't need to be a hotel hotshot. You can grab a sleeping bag and hit the floor and be humble. And God will bless you with a great night of sleep. Um, and I could say that I've been to 41 countries um, and most of them I've been in a sleeping bag on the floor. Uh, I wasn't being a hotel hotshot. Um, you know, God will bless you uh, if you're humble and you work hard. Don't get offended that I say hotel hotshot. If you're having a nice vacation, God bless you. But you know, when you're doing missions and you're going into other cultures, it's important that you follow their hospitality. There's nothing wrong with just staying with people and being humble that way. <clears throat> they prophesied Paul repeatedly, warning him by the Holy Spirit not to set foot in Jerusalem. You know, God will warn you in your life about where to go and where not to go. He'll show you if you're listening. When it was time for them to leave and be on their way, everyone, men, women, and children, accompanied us out of the town uh, down to the beach. After we all knelt in the sand and prayed together, we kissed one another and said our goodbyes and boarded the ship while the believers went back to their homes. Now, the beach and the sea and the ocean was a part of the early church. Uh, and again, that's because a lot of the economy revolved around shipping, uh, importing and exporting of goods. And so it would be natural that there would be churches in these areas. And so this is what Paul's doing here. He's, um, Paul was the original Bible on the beach guy. Um, he was teaching them and praying with them uh, in the sand as he went on his journey. <clears throat> now verse 7, from Tyre we sailed on to the town of Aco and greeted the believers there with peace. We stayed with them for a day, then went on to Caesarea and stayed for several days in the home of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven deacons and the father of four unmarried daughters who prophesied. <clears throat> now during our stay of several days, Agabus, the prophet from Judea, came to us as a prophetic gesture he took Paul's belt and tied his own hands and feet, and with it he prophesied. The Holy Spirit says the one who owns this belt will be tied up in the same way by the Jews, and they will hand 
him over to those who are not Jews. So we always think that prophecies are positive and uplifting. They can be. I think most of the time they are. They can also be a warning. Uh, and they, this is an instance of where Paul was prophesied over and um, you know they were saying to him, you know, you're going to be imprisoned uh, on this journey. And so he knew that and he didn't shrink back from difficulty uh, and disaster. In fact, he accepted it as part of his calling uh, for the cross that he was supposed to bear in his calling for God. You know, regardless of where you are and where you live or what age and what stage, we all have a cross, my friend. We all have a cross. Uh, life, again, will be simultaneously hard and easy. It just depends on the time of day, the situation that you find yourself in. Uh, the wise person uses the easy times to accumulate energy so that they can disperse energy when times are hard. When times are hard. <clears throat> so the wise person does. They use it as an exchange of energy. He says, when he heard this, both we and the believers of Caesarea begged Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. Paul replied, why do you cry and break my hearts with your tears? Uh, don't you know that I'm prepared not only to be in prison, but to die in Jerusalem for the sake of the wonder of the name of our Lord Jesus? So Paul was ready to, uh, to be tough and to face the circumstances uh, with, his, with his head held up full of the Holy Spirit. That's what we need to pray for today. God, give me the Holy Spirit so I can face my circumstances with my head up and with some toughness inside as I navigate the day. And then lastly, it says here, uh, verse 14, because we couldn't persuade him, he, we gave up and said nothing more except may the will of the Lord be done. And so you see, Paul couldn't be persuaded from his calling to serve Christ. Let me ask you a question. Are people persuading you are, is the place you find you're in, the, is the place you find yourself in persuading you? Are people trying to talk you out of your calling? Is the place you're at currently trying to talk you uh, out of your calling? Follow Jesus. That's the most important thing, uh, <clears throat> that you follow the calling uh, that God has given you for your life. Let's pray together. God, Help us today to follow you no matter where it takes us. In Jesus' name. And thanks so much for watching today. I hope you're getting something out of Bible on the Beach. If this is helping you, do me a favor. Please text and tell someone so that they can follow along and be blessed as well. Until next time, have a beautiful day.